Welcome to the Good Fail podcast, a guide from creatives on not giving up. I'm Marl, illustrator and founder of card and stationery company Marl Made Tales. And I'm Abra, writer, actor and hand letterer. We're bringing you a different perspective on what it looks like to succeed in the creative business and life in general as we navigate our own lives as creators and the struggle to keep going in the face of apparent failure. Every episode, we'll be delving deeper into our darkest fears surrounding failure and learning that we can not only survive failure, but succeed at it as well. So come join us doing the good fail. Hello and welcome to the good fail. Today, we're being honest about our own failure to think positively and asking, if positive thinking is so simple, then why is it so hard? But first, how have you been failing this week, Abra? Right, my failure of the week came yesterday. Uh Uh-oh. So still pretty raw-edged. Um, I, I, to be honest, I'm still feeling this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's it's a common a thing when you're creative, particularly when you're an actor, is that I got a rejection email. Yeah. To be fair, I got a rejection email. Like sometimes you just don't hear that's from people. That's so true. That's a positive so take that's out. That's a positive take out. This, but um, unfortunately, I thought I was perfect for the job. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so often Shakespeare, birthplace, trust. I would have been perfect (laughs) if you're listening to this. (laughs) Your actor interpreter uh, is just not going to live up to the same standards that I would have set. But anyway, I'm not bitter. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you're putting this behind you, aren't you? (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Turning the door, turning the door, turning the key on that one. Um... Yeah, so I am a bit better. You are feeling a, feeling it a bit at the I moment. I am going through it a little bit. Like, I'm just in the middle of feeling rubbish and, like, nobody ever gives me a chance. And Yeah, and I guess the, the hard thing about these kind of rejections is that you end up not knowing what it was that meant you didn't get the part. So you almost don't even know what your, in inverted commas, failure was. Yeah, absolutely. So you end up just having to guess and end up overthinking it at the end of the day of course and you think you've put your best into something and really uh put yourself across well and then it doesn't pan out and yeah you're wondering what what was the one thing that I did wrong um if only I'd done this maybe um or said that or um yeah so I'm still on the stage of working out what I did wrong, like going through everything that I wrote down in my application and thinking if I just put that in. Yeah, if I just use a different word. Then yeah, exactly. Um, but what I, I really, um, what I think one of the reasons it's really hit me hard, which I think is common feeling, is that it just comes after so many rejections. Yeah. Um, and particularly when I was so excited about it, it really feels... Um, quite harsh. Yeah. So I think what the benefit that I can take away from this um, is 
kind of my success for the week. Oh, yeah. So let's roll this into one. I think that's yeah. quite a good way of doing it because we're saying that's what the good fail is all about, is having the, having the failures, but yeah. also having the successes as well and seeing it as one one thing. As one so thing. Let's because, practice that. Yeah, exactly. Um, they didn't, they didn't kind of, this hasn't directly come out of my experience of this particular rejection email, mm-hmm. but rather as a, a general feeling of being rejected again and again um, by the acting world. Mm-hmm. Um, and never feeling like I'm good enough um, and wondering if, you know, I'm ever going to act. Because you can't, unless you're always waiting around for somebody to give it to you. Relying on someone else. Yeah, exactly. So I... I have a feeling that probably most actors get to this point at some point. Most creatives. creatives, Yeah, definitely. um, Has got to the point where I, well, I've got to the point where I'm saying, you know what, I'm going to go out and do it for myself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're not going to give me the roles? Fine. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give myself the roles. Um, So I've never been a script writer. I I am a writer, but never script. I'm just like, I hate dialogue. I hate writing Yes. people talking so even in a kind of a novel format you don't like yes exactly dialogue. i yeah. love writing the descriptions so much yeah um so i've never seen myself as a script writer in fact i've positively kind of backed away from doing anything sure. scripty um and i'm at this place now where i'm really feeling desperate and wanting to make positive steps yeah and so i did take a positive step and I have started writing myself a monologue. Nice. Um, and if it goes well, and if I kind of get the courage up enough to maybe record it and put it out there, and I feel positive things about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't want to just bury my head in the sand, or I probably will want to bury my head in the sand, but if I kind of can get over that, uh, maybe write myself several monologues yeah. maybe <laughs> or like you know even a play I don't know yeah um but it feels like that feels like a massive success for me definitely and like you say coming out of feeling like you've really failed at something yeah really I um I've mentioned before how much I dip and and kind of soar with the acting yes um and sometimes I really feel like it's the only thing I should be doing and other times I feel like I should just be giving up because nothing's going anywhere. Yeah. Um, And from that place where I was kind of beginning, just about beginning to feel that um, at the beginning of the year, um, that I should just be giving up on things, has come this new new impetus. Yes. And that is what, she's like, that's what the good fail is all about, is finding, finding failure... And actually seeing something exciting and potential yeah. in that failure. Yeah, area. exactly. So I really I really have felt that um, with this. Yeah. So that's quite exciting for me. Very nice. Um, but let's move on to how you have been failing and succeeding. Because you have also got kind of a linked failure, failure and, success. and success. It's very closely linked. Um, because my failure... Not this week, but last week. Well, in the run-up to last week, um, was 
Well, maybe I should start with my success, actually. It makes more sense. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because they are so closely intertwined. My success this week has been to set up a sale on my Etsy site. Woohoo! Woohoo! Get the party poppers out. (laughs) Yeah. I was so excited because I've never done a January sale. (laughs) Because I've just never been organised enough. (laughs) It's always come after Christmas... And it's always a slow start into January. It is. And I've never had the forethought to organise anything before Christmas. God forbid. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I've never actually done a January sale. But I did this year. And that was partly because I I did promise it before (laughs) Christmas. Um, When Black Friday was... um, Whenever Black Friday was, October or November, um, I had made the decision as a business not to take part in Black Friday. Mm -hmm. But I had been really inspired by some small businesses who were, like, turning it into an opportunity to give back to their supporters rather than into this money-grabbing thing. Yeah. Um, So I really wanted to do something for my lovely supporters, um, but I didn't want to do it with Black Friday. And I thought, you know, January's a nice time to do it. Everyone's feeling a bit down and... You definitely know, what to do need themselves. something to Little spoil themselves up. with exactly um so i had promised it before christmas so <laughs> that gave me the impetus to be it, like okay, you were being held week. accountable at yeah. this stage <laughs> it's like people were going to start to wonder yeah so i did it which was just yeah massive massive achievement for me yeah um so yeah i have a, a sale going on on my etsy page at the moment which is great but the link to that, to my fa- what I feel is my failure this week, um, is that I was still not organised enough <laughs> to do any kind of preemptive advertising about the fact that I was doing a sale. Okay. So this is like so, your advertising. This is, well, yeah, kind of like my advertising. If you're listening After to the this. fact, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this and like. 2025 yeah the sale is not on anymore guys <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, um but anyway um yes i just was not organized enough to do any any advertising so people didn't get to know about it until it was happening upon them okay and i know obviously with social media you need to say things a couple of times before people see it people see yeah it. and i think it's also the way um, something that I've really always really struggled with is understanding at what point you need to push yourself to overcome your limitations and at what point you need to surrender to your limitations and say, this is just how who I right. am. I know I'm not an organised person. Yeah. I always might... I always want to do things on the spur of the moment, kind of go, oh, that's a good idea, I'll do it now. Yeah. Not, okay, let me plan <laughs> to do that, you know, in yeah. a couple of months' time or couple of weeks time or whatever it may be um so I know that is something in me and I guess sometimes that can be a strength but a lot of the time it is my downfall yeah (laughs) um and yeah like you say I never really know how often I should be or how much I should be accepting that that's the way I am and trying to work out ways to work with it yes and how much I should be trying to push myself to be organized yeah so difficult it is a difficult one I could kind of talk about that more because obviously 
last year I did push myself to be more organised and it was not a good experience. <laughs> um, but I feel like we've talked about this for long enough now and we should move on yeah, to our main topic. main topic, um, which is all about positive thinking. Yes, I'm excited about this one. But what I want to know is, can positive thinking really change your life? Okay, well, there is a wealth of information out there which suggests it can. <laughs> yeah. Um, which says how powerful at all positive thinking is in succeeding at specific things in your life. Yeah. And just then life in general. Or just life. Yeah. <laughs> you can be a winner in everything when it yeah. comes to positive thinking. Definitely. Um, yes, there is lots of research out there which says that positive thinking works. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we consider ourselves generally positive people. Yeah, so we're not, we have tried positive thinking in the past and knowing that we generally feel upbeat about things and um, can see the bright side in things or whatever, mm. kind of felt like this would really be our thing. Yes, <laughs> and also me meant that we could see the benefits. We can see the benefits. Yes, of thinking. exactly. Um, but when we tried it um, in the past, we we have ended up in the worst moments, kind of feeling like, oh, this is just another way that we beat ourselves up when things aren't going right. Yes, another way we fail. Yeah, it's just like, oh, we failed at positive thinking as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We tried it, we failed at it. Yeah, so actually that's a good point to say, can we just be honest for a second here? Yeah. Hashtag real talk. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because um, while we do believe in uh, the power of positive thinking, Mm -hmm. actually... There was a moment when we were first planning this episode, which was like all the way back in the middle of last year. I think so, yeah. Um, when we were actually kind of done with positive thinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so done. <laughs> in a big way. <laughs> we had, like I said, we'd um, come across a few kind of, I don't know if you've come across these kind of manifesting your future by... Mm believing in yourself and thinking positively and yeah um we had tried a few of those um or to do it a couple same thing a couple of times (laughs) yeah a bit of both and we had when I say we tried we'd like really tried so hard as far as we were concerned anyway (laughs) we tried so hard just to think positively and even when things were going bad try and remain positive about things um one experience I had was um doing um markets selling my wares at markets for mermaid as part of mermaid tales um and I would go to these markets and beforehand I would be like okay manifest that market going really Mm. well Merle just like believe in yourself and just believe that this market is going to go so well people are going to love your stuff they're going to buy lots of things and and it's going to go great for you and then I would do a market and there would be hardly anyone there and I would maybe 
either just cover the cost of the table or not mm. even that. Um, and I would go go home thinking, what is wrong with me? Yeah. How have I kind of failed at doing this positive thinking thing? Yeah. Um, and why is it so hard? Yeah, because you would see, we would seemingly be presented with uh, lots of stories of how um, amazing transformations would occur Mm -hmm. um, with people setting out and just saying to the universe, I want to attract uh, 50 pounds into my life. And suddenly they'd be having 50 pounds coming into them like a day with different people, like giving them back 50 Mm -hmm. pounds or whatever. Um, And it's like, why, why isn't that happening for me? Um, This, I'm trying, I'm doing all the steps. Yeah. Um, And we kind of both got to the point where you're feeling so bad and so down about yourself that somehow you're wrong. And then there's, it just you can't kind of come to a limit of like how much you can beat yourself up about it exactly and you don't want to beat yourself up about it and you don't want to take all the responsibility on yourself and you kind of turn around and you say it's not me it's the program yeah the program isn't working i've yeah. tried as hard as i can it's not working i'm giving up on this yeah i'm fed up with giving myself a hard time and feeling yeah. bad about myself I'm just not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do this positive thinking stuff, which obviously doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> so that was us the middle of last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we were planning this program about positive thinking. <laughs> but our perspective changed when we began reading Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. Yes. This is like a self-help book. Um, we'll probably we'll definitely talk about it later on, so we're not going to sure. go into too much detail now. Yeah. But um, let's just say that when we started to read the book, we were initially kind of throwing it across the room in disgust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, like, throwing it across the room or, well, not literally, literally. throwing it yeah, across the room. That's... But I just kind of, for dramatic purposes... <laughs> Uh, imagine us chucking it across the room and stamping on it a few times going no that's not how it is um because um susan jeffers is really saying it is all on you yeah she's saying yeah take responsibility for the fact of your existence and the way you react to things it is on you Yes, and, and I, I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, sometimes bad things just happen to you. You can't help that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what are you going to do? Just be like, hey, I don't care that things are going horribly for me. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm so happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, I just thought, no, you are wrong. Not our lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but once we'd had a chance to sit with it. Yes, it was really being able to read it in the moment and be mad at it and then put the book down and say I'm never going to read it again and then actually have a chance to kind of mull it over a bit that my perspective on it really began to change and I was like actually you know she kind of has a point yes um and taking responsibility um I I was kind of realizing that I wasn't taking that much responsibility for how I reacted to things yes and I could kind of see that in the situations that were coming up for me. And so then that's when I really began to think, okay, 
yeah, exactly. Yeah, more to this. Yeah. Yes, it wasn't that we had been doing positive thinking or the kind of the trying to manifest good things part wrong. Yeah. Um, it was that we then hadn't been choosing to find um maybe quite hidden, yeah, but still there, little positive um perspective. Perspective on yeah. on bad situations. Yeah. And so um, why we're telling you this is that initially this was going to be a bit of a cautionary episode mm-hmm. about the, yeah positive thinking, but not too much. Yeah, the pitfalls of yeah <laughs> positive, of thinking. positive thinking. Um, but actually now our perspective has kind of shifted. Yes. Um, to be uh, to be saying yeah, positive thinking all the way, all the way. <laughs> we we understand the benefits of positive. Thinking. We understand the benefits of yeah. positive thinking, but. We are saying that it is really, really hard. It is really, really hard. As I think um, we have a quote from from Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. Yes. Which perfectly highlights how even a professional says it's hard. Yeah, exactly. It's not, <laughs> not just, just coming from our Just the clefts going, yeah. going I don't know this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Susan writes, So, why don't people think more positively? My guess is that people don't understand what being a positive thinker requires. It takes a special commitment and requires a great deal of practice. And once you get it all down perfectly, a maintenance programme is a must. I know of no one who has been able to make positive a permanent way of thinking without practice. Such people may exist, I simply haven't met them. In my experience... If you don't practice, you lose the skill. This is the point most people don't seem to understand. She is right. I think that (laughs) that is what I fail to understand. That is what I didn't see at the beginning was that it is it is a a constant constant practice. Yeah, Um, you don't just kind of snap your fingers and it's not a case of going. Okay, I'm feeling really bad. I'm just going to think positive. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work like that. No, it's not an overnight thing. You've got to work at it, um, which is what we're talking about in this episode. Yes. But what is positive thinking anyway? Ah, uh, right. So <laughs> we may have rambled on for this the entirety of the episode so far. And you're sitting there going, that's great, guys, but I just I don't even understand what you mean when you say the phrase positive thinking. Yeah. So let's give you a, a little lowdown. Yeah, okay. Of how we're defining it. Yeah. So positive thinking practices can range from simply improving your overall happiness by altering the way you look at things, which I guess we've already kind of yeah. spoken about. To actually manifesting your deepest dreams into reality by changing your expectations. Yes. Um, but I think at the core of all positive thinking practices is the fact that um, they're saying the way we see, navigate and experience the world is impacted by the way we think about it. Yeah. And I mean, there's plenty of data that proves positive thinking can improve certain aspects of your life, specific aspects. Yeah. Aspects. (laughs) Aspects. Um, of life so there's plenty of data out there that that it works but I think also just taking a good honest look at your um, life and assessing it 
where you are and your outlook. Um, and you can see how positive approach does improve well-being. Yes. Yeah, if you're just looking at your own outlook. Yeah. Um, you can see how that affect, how that, that affects you on a daily basis. So this all sounds pretty simple. Yeah. So what really <laughs> is the big deal? I think we've kind of made it pretty clear, but fundamentally changing the way we think is easier said than done. Oh, yes. <laughs> we can attest to that. Yeah, we can indeed. Uh, do we not make that obvious? <laughs> yes, <laughs> 20 minutes. Um, as Susan Jeffers says, you know, it takes a ton of dedicated practice. You know, it's not going to be an overnight fix. Like, you snap your fingers. Yeah, and it's go done. to bed and the next day you yeah. come out positive. We think it's important to practice uh, positive thinking because it is really ties in with our ethos at the good fail. Yes, um, of changing your perspective. Of changing your perspective, which is exactly what positive thinking is doing. Um, but it's really, I'm going to sound like a broken record, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, um, how much can we drill this into you? Yeah. <laughs> you probably know already. Drill it into ourselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but okay, so before we kind of move on, I think it is important to make to make a distinction here. One of the reasons that we failed at positive thinking in the first place is that we thought of ourselves as positive people. Yeah, on we, the whole, on the whole, we did the whole, you know, look on the bright side. Yes. Um, yeah. Always look on the bright <laughs> side of life. Diddy, 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 diddy. And so we couldn't really grasp why things weren't changing for us. Yeah, like we would try, like, as we've said, we were trying really hard, but then we were also like, well, we are kind of positive. Yeah, so why isn't this working? Yes. Um, and so I think there's a difference to be made between positive thinking as a yeah. practice and being positive, yes. mostly in order to please other people. Yeah, so um, we feel in ourselves um, that we are positive, but maybe there is an aspect of lying to ourselves. Yes, I think actually if I, if I look really kind of deeply into my internal soul, yeah, um, I, I actually find a nugget mm -hmm. of kind of melancholy, sad, ne yeah, negative. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, I think that that is a side of myself and I feel like this must be true of a lot of people. That is a side of myself that I, in a way, maybe suppress, as I say, in order to be pleasing to others. Yeah. And or, shall we also just make the distinction there that maybe not that everybody feels that, but everybody who does have that inside them feels that that needs to be suppressed. Yes. So I've noticed this with myself when I'm having, when I'm chatting to friends or acquaintances 
or I'm sending a text message or something like that, I'm always super aware of not wanting, always said this before with mm. talking about failure, sure. not wanting to bring, you know, the mood down. Yeah, absolutely. Wanting it's to keep it... a big one. Yeah, yeah, wanting to keep it light. When I'm sending a, a text message, um, particularly if I'm writing to a close friend who I feel I can be more honest with, yeah. um, I will... I will be honest with how I'm feeling. Oh, not feeling great today. Business is slow or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I I feel the need to not end it on that down note. Like yeah. they're going to think I'm too negative if I just leave. If I'm like, it's things are just really bad right now. <laughs> yeah. <Send. laughs> yeah. I just, I feel this desire to, to almost kind of put a, a kind of, positive spin on it a positive up at the end yeah. of the text message so it's always like oh things things are really down right now business is slow but you know valentine's is coming up so hopefully things will pick up yeah even though i know i never sell more at valentine's yeah you know that's not my target time of year or whatever or oh the whole year has just been a total write-off but christmas is coming up and i always sell more at christmas yeah. you know yeah yeah I constantly yeah. like that you know Oh, when it's not actually what you're feeling inside. It's not really what I'm feeling no, inside, yeah. but I just, I I feel compelled, even though my, I know my friends are not expecting that of me, but I just feel compelled to not, to not end on a negative. Sure. And so I have to, and I, I think that comes from, I don't, I really don't want to make massive distinction between men and women. Like, I'm sure there are men that feel that way as mm. well. I, I'm talking as my perspective as a woman, um, we have a whole history of women having to be pleasing to mm-hmm. the outside world. Mm-hmm. And so I think there is, um, maybe there's, you know, something that's kind of descended in the kind of, in our cultural psyche. Yeah. Where I feel like I do need to be, or we feel like we do need to be pleasing and happy and more positive about things. Putting um, a good front on it. Putting a good front on it, which I know is anyway an English thing to do. So maybe... <laughs> it's like multiple sources. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. That's also, maybe maybe it's not so much in other countries, I don't know. Yeah. There are certainly, you know, in an English setting, um, if someone was to go, oh, how are you? And you really told them how you felt that day. Um, Absolutely fabricated. <laughs> I mean, just that's such a socially awkward situation that you are creating for yourself and the other person. Yes. It doesn't take much. This is one of the big, big <laughs> potholes you can fall into. <laughs> Nobody um, wants to know how you feel. <laughs> I mean, how many times have you just gone, oh, yeah, I'm good, thanks, when you're just like... When actually I've got like a cold and period pain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really well. Yeah, thanks. So thanks good. for asking. <laughs> uh, so there's definitely that aspect as well. Yeah. Um, um, do you know what I mean? Am I yeah, just. I know I do know what okay. you mean. Um, and so you're making that distinction from the practice of positive thinking. I feel like I've almost. <clears throat> I've almost tricked myself into thinking I'm a positive person yes because i'm always like yeah i'm fine um when actually what i'm doing is just sticking a plaster on sure which says positive person yeah yeah sure um and covering up the yeah the other feelings and so um that isn't 
a that positive is, th- that isn't a positive feeling practice it kind of feels like it exactly. is exactly because it feels like you're making a bad situation better yeah but you're not but you're not because which is what we already mentioned did we already mention this you know we're not it's not about you know completely denying the negative thinking it's about finding a new perspective on it whereas you know when you're just going oh yeah i'm fine thanks you're just you know putting negativity yeah into a little box and yeah. going that doesn't exist exactly which is not helpful to anyone yeah exactly well you know it's not isn't, isn't helpful to you <laughs> isn't helpful to you yeah. i said that and thought no that does help out in social situations <laughs> that helps everyone else out yeah. in social situations um, um but it doesn't help yeah. you out at all um, we do need to learn to be a bit more um, honest about our feelings. Mm-hmm. And this leads us nicely on to our conclusion. It does lead us nicely on to our so conclusion. So do you just want to kind of continue with what you're talking about? Okay. <laughs> um, so let's just say, if we're being honest, we fail at positive thinking all the time. Did we say it was really hard? <laughs> if this episode has not proven how hard we find it to be positive all the time. <laughs> I don't wow. know what episode you're listening <laughs> yeah. to. You're probably listening to Introducing the Good Fail. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's seriously hard work. And it's something that needs to be practiced and maintained. And what is really easy to do is to spend so much time being hard on yourself for not doing it, in inverted commas, the right way, Mm -hmm. that you can end up feeling the exact opposite of your intention and you can end up actually feeling pretty rubbish. Yeah, worse about things. Which is what we definitely felt midway through last year. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly what... That's the place we were at last year. That is what we were doing. Um, But what we have come to realise, which I just said... But we'll say again, yeah, is that the practice of positive thinking is not about denying negative feelings and negativity. Absolutely, it's in kind of it's about incorporating them, I guess. Yes. Um, if we take responsibility for our feelings and our reactions, um, outward reactions to things, um, we can still encounter ne- negative experiences yeah even have negative feelings yeah exactly yeah. but we have the power to find a positive perspective on it yes i think that's the the conclusion that's to be drawn yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> want to say more words want to say more words <laughs> so badly <laughs> yeah so badly. but let's let's i think you get the idea i I think I feel like we've spent the whole episode like stressing everything or like a billion times. Yeah. So now this can be really simply said. Yes. And left. Without <laughs> any words. <laughs> Unnecessary. Let's move on. What's our recommendation for the week? This will stop us in our tracks. But um bum bum. Um, we have mentioned it before and now is our chance to talk about it at length. Yes. Um, <clears throat> to give you all the deep. Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. Yeah. This has been around for a while. It um, has. I think it was first published in the 80s. I've, just, mm. I've got the book now. I'm just having a look at yeah. it. Publishing stuff. <laughs> it's publishing stuff. 1987. 
Wow, okay. So it's been around for a while and it's had plenty of editions because it's been very popular. Yeah, it's been reprinted a whole load of times. Um, but it really just so speaks to everything that we're about at The Good Fail. And obviously had a massive impact on our outlook, which is why we definitely want to recommend it. Yes, exactly. Um, it's a self-help book encouraging us to move from a place of pain to one of power. Yeah, I think that's a really good summary of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, if we did want to add more words to it, which I know we do, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I would say that what's really nice about it is that um, each section have lots have lots of little exercises that you can do. Sure, to she... help yourself out. So it's not just mm-hmm. reading the words and going, "Oh, that sounds like a good idea." Um, and they're not really knowing how to put it into practice. She's got lots of practical exercises. And I think um, some of the guides that we've used in the past for positive thinking um, mm-hmm. ha- have been absolutely amazing. And I'm, I don't want to make it sound like they are not hugely beneficial. But I think sometimes where I struggled with <clears throat> them is that they were mostly talking on a quite... Um, a very kind of spiritual plane. Esoteric level. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you really had to engage your mind and cha- change your mindset, which is fundamentally what they were asking you to do. But what I really found as an extra benefit with the Susan Jeffers book, which has definitely has that spiritual element to mm-hmm. it but she's talking on about it from a very practical point of view so she gives you the really practical exercises exactly. um so i definitely feel like if you have given other um positive thinking programs a go maybe they haven't worked out for you or maybe you want to just try something that's along the same lines but is a bit different definitely check out this book yes do it do it peeps (laughs) um and what's up in our next episode wow i just realized that nearly every episode we've done i always get really excited and i you're meant to be saying what's up in our next episode and i go but what's coming up in our next episode oh no (laughs) this time it was you and you held yourself back i held myself back until i asked um okay next up in our series um we will be talking about mental health it's a big one and i feel slightly trepidatious about trying to tackle it i do i don't think we're going to be able to cover everything in this episode no um simply from lack of experience lack of any (laughs) formal training in mental health yeah you know but we're gonna we're gonna tackle it in the good fail way. Yeah. Um but yeah, maybe it'll be a shorter episode than usual. I don't know. <laughs> um you can lengthen it by getting in touch. <laughs> That's and true. sharing your thoughts with us. Um did we mention we have um We now we have, have an Instagram and a Twitter account. Yes. Um and we have now <laughs> Last week, we weren't that clear on what our Twitter handle was. <laughs> this week, we have changed our Twitter handle to definitely be the good underscore fail, which so, is the same as our Instagram handle. Yeah, and so you can find us on both platforms now under that handle. 
Yes, also we're still on Facebook. Still on Facebook. You can still get in touch with us via our other social media platforms for our personal accounts. All the deets are at the end of this programme. So don't be shy, please. Yes. (laughs) 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 I make myself laugh. (laughs) Um, Let's sign off. Okay. Lots of love. Love you all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> just just realised that we did a really, um, I don't know if any of you have watched RuPaul's Drag Race um, aside. If you haven't, you should. Yeah. Um, but everyone, we just did a really RuPaul <laughs> bye there. We've... Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs>